Like when I woke up this morning, I was feeling pretty dangerous. Nothing about the past, nothing about the future. Welcome back to Draft Buzz. My name is Walter, and on today's episode, we are talking about the Seattle Seahawks draft. Oh, my God. And if you want, you can follow the podcast at Draft Buzz on football, at Draft Buzz underscore football on Instagram. You can follow me at B-R-O-J-O, Death is Indian Alive, Punch a Good Delicious Trick, You Trick at the Summer. And, yes, we're talking Seahawks. Uh, I crammed through all the press conferences and uh, you know, all three picks of the Seahawks. Such a deep, deep draft class for the Seattle Seahawks. They did get quite a few uh, UDFAs. Right off the bat, second round pick, 56 overall. They draft Dwayne Eskridge, Western Michigan. Um, they really mentioned his speed is a big part of it and his versatility. You know, he did line up on the outside back in college uh, as sometimes called the X receiver or split end. Um, like I said before, he's a he's a track guy. He ran the hundred meter and two hundred meter. They mentioned that quite a few times. Um, so they like that 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 athleticism element. If you look now, all three of their major starting wide receivers will all be uh, four three guys. If you count him as their third wide receiver, giving him a second round pick. Uh, they, you know, clearly has usage on special teams. Has snaps at gunner. Can be a return guy. Um, can be a gadget dude. You can go ahead and get him the ball behind or in front of the line of scrimmage and, you know, use him on jet sweeps, things like that. So they really liked all the things he could do, the run after catch elements, um, very big yak guy. Um, uh, he was a great interview. Uh, he, and part of the interview process, they mentioned that he learns every position so he can know where to play, how he best fits in. Uh, he only played six games this year, but like between the six games and what he did at the Senior Bowl, he's still relatively new to the position. Keep in mind, he swapped from playing cornerback. He is an older prospect. They didn't mention that, but I do know it because I mention it every time I talk about Dwayne Eskridge. Um they're, they are switching to a new offense. They're kind of, I think, leaning towards, from what I'm getting, they're they're leaning towards this new Rams-style offense, similar to what the Rams ran last year. And again, the Rams did run a lot of jet sweeps and a lot of motions in their offense last year, and I think it did affect their running. Uh, both the running and the ability to get their guys out in space. Um, you know, I think between what they can do with DK Metcalf and what they can do with Dwayne Eskridge and Tyler Lockett, I think they really like this player. Uh, they might have been eager to trade down, but again, like they were, I think they were in discussion from trading down from 56. Uh, and, and I guess that whatever that happened about five minutes before their pick, the deal fell through. So clearly they wanted to go ahead and trade down, accumulate picks, kind of what you expect from Seattle. I think this year was a lot harder to do that. I think teams that had picks next year didn't want to give them up. Um, teams that had picks this year didn't want to give up too many, or if they did, they wanted for certain players. And again, it just wasn't a it wasn't a draft that had a lot of trade downs. So it had a few, but again, I think they really like this player. They're glad they took him at 56. I think the LA Rams wanted him. I saw quite a few connections with him to the LA Rams. Um, senior Bowl guy, and they made a big deal about the Senior Bowl, and I, I do think the Seahawks and the Rams uh, do put a big value on the Senior Bowl. They do like what Nagy's done down there. 
all in all, again, I like Dwayne Eskridge. I, you know, he did he did separate himself at the Senior Bowl. I, I do remember watching quite a few reps of him at the Senior Bowl, getting separation, doing what you kind of expected to. Again, like it kind of reminds me of Terry McLaurin, a little bit older of a prospect, showed out at the Senior Bowl. Denzel Mims did a similar thing and showed out at the Senior Bowl, ran in the four threes. So this is kind of where I expected him to go in this range for some team that needed a deep threat. I don't think we thought of Seattle as a team that needed a deep threat. But again, that addition of a deep wide receiver, a guy who could play inside or outside, who could be a versatile weapon for them, who could be a good third weapon for them, uh, I think is very good for them. I think this is a very uh, talented wide receiving core. And it, again, you're talking about three different guys who could take the top off the of defense. I dig it. Uh, and I think, this is, I think that's why they liked it. So um, next on the list, Trey Brown, Oklahoma. Uh, they liked his competitiveness. He wasn't like one of the bigger guys. Um, they mentioned that if he was 6'2", he probably would have went in the top 10. Uh, but he still ran with the top wide receivers. Keep in mind, Oklahoma does play quite a lot of uh, big competition. Um, you know, they said they mentioned his special teams value. Uh, they, you know, they have DJ Reed on the roster. They had him play outside last year, similar size guy. And they said like it kind of gave him some comfortability for the type of guy it might take to be successful in the NFL at that size, what they want, the mindset, the way they play, the way they play the ball, the way they play wide receivers. Um, and they've had a wide variety of, like, I know the, the typical Seattle cover three corner is, like, the 6'3 dude who can run really well. And I do think that's still uh, the 6'2", six, 6'3 six, guys are definitely in the mold that they like. But, again, I think Trey Brown... Uh, you know, they, they weren't just looking at him as a nickel guy. They kind of like him outside as well. So I think they'll they'll play around with him. They do like that he, you know, he throws his body around well. So they do think he could be a very valuable asset on special teams. Um, so, I, again, I think that often – I think the Trey Brown pick, they really liked him. They were eager to get him. They thought about trading back from, uh, from the round four pick, and I think they actually decided against it. That was one of the ones where they kind of hinted, like, Nah, we just thought we'd take Trey Brown because we liked him. So, again, another coverage guy to come in. Uh, you know, they did lose Sheck Griffin, so now they have him. They have Trey Flowers, DJ Reed. They signed Akilah Witherspoon. I think they have a very good I think they have very good depth at the corner position there, right? Um, Jamal Adams plays safety. I think they'll be very well set. Um, I, do they still have a – I think they still have Glo uh, Glover up there too. Uh Last pick that they took, three picks. Remember, folks, uh, they took Stone Forsyth out of Florida, 6'6", very long, lanky uh, guy. You know, they tried trading up for him all day. Um, he's a monster of a dude, two-year starter, long arms. Uh, they tried to get him a few times, and they did mention he's a better pass blocker than a run blocker. Um, very unique player. Um, uh, played a very good level of competition at the SEC level. He runs well. Uh, he's going to be very good at doing the front side blocks, but you know the big question is, can he play low? Uh, they really like this potential, and he also has a very good guy to look up to in Dwayne Brown. They have a lot of guys already on the roster to kind of like cycle through. You know, maybe he won't be a right away starter, but maybe he's again the eventual guy to take over for Dwayne Brown if Dwayne Brown say gets injured, or you know you're looking at maybe down the line, uh, or even playing him at right tackle. Like they do have Jamarco Jones. Uh, they have, I think they still have Ethan Posick there, so they're going to have him in the rotation 
Uh, Cedric Obwehi, they mentioned specifically saying like, hey, you know, we have him here for a reason. We brought him back. You saw he was very versatile for us, being able to play up on the outside. So they like their offensive line room. Like I mentioned on another, uh, you know, earlier this season, they, they trade for Gabe Jackson. So I think their O-line room is getting a little bit better. I, you know, I don't know if I would overly rely on Ethan Posick, but um, – uh, overall, I think what they did was fine. I, I you know they had three picks. Um, do I? I think I had the uh, of their undrafted free agents. You know, Kay Johnson, another wide receiver. I kind of like him. Um, you know, they did you know sign a couple of other guys, but I, I really think that that's like a, a key part of it. Um, I think that's like the top end of it. They they drive they signed two wide receivers and a corner, a couple of linebackers, a couple of offensive linemen. Uh. I, I, I three wide receivers. Dang, yeah, they they really did want to address the wide receiving core. They kind of are looking to add to it. Um, I think David Moore, I think, went down with an injury last year. So I don't, you know, they lost. I think they were looking to add to their wide receiving core. They like Eskridge, and again, I, I listen. I like that draft class. Those three guys, very good. You saw it in the short video that I did, um, and that's really it for the Seattle Seahawks uh, draft class. It's like I said, it wasn't a very deep draft for them um but overall good so if you want you can follow the podcast at draft vice on twitter at draft vice underscore football on instagram you can follow me at brojo death is in the end of life punch with delicious drink you drink in the summer and ttfn tots off for now when i woke up this morning i was feeling pretty dangerous about the past about the people